Hey everybody, welcome back to the Look It Up Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing the Season 3, Episode 10, Season Finale of Netflix's You. Let me rewind the clocks a little bit. All of this season dropped on October 15th, 2021. It feels like I've lived another lifetime since then. I don't know what happened to the original file to this review, but I can't find it. I don't know. I don't know if I ever recorded it. It's just kind of a blur. So we're going back on the day of the season four dropping for you and going back and analyzing this uh, previous episode before jumping in season four of you, maybe having a little bit of predictions at the end if we're feeling up to it. But overall, I want to have a complete, uh, you know, complete book on season three in a little respective review in my head yeah, for the viewers, the listeners, everybody that's listening. Of course, we are available on multiple platforms, SoundCloud, YouTube, your favorite podcast provider, just check it out. We're probably on there. Google luckitoutpodcast.com. Um, we're, we're on the inter- internets. We're on the internets. Yeah. And um, anything else past that? Oh, Patreon. We are really trying to push uh, Patreon this year. We are actually offering some free full reviews of uh, animated cartoons, Any anything from uh reviews that we have been looking at retrospectively we are trying to allow free access to patreon uh the patreon page as well so what we're doing is we are obviously we have the paywall up there of one dollar two dollar three dollar and those will continue to go but we will also be adding free content on the patreon so be sure to check out patreon.com slash look at all podcasts for the full reviews, whether you're trying to support through um, one of the paywalls or if you want to just listen or watch one of the reviews that are going up there. The most recent one we've uploaded was the HBO Max's animated show uh, Velma, season one, episodes one through four, we discuss on there. That is our most recent free Patreon exclusive. So be sure to check that out. And of course, check out the rest of the Patreon tiers as well if you're um, interested in helping support the podcast. So uh, continuing on, again, look at podcast.com. You can find basically all of our stuff. You, you can you can go there and find all that. Five stars on iTunes. You know what to do to keep us in the ranks, YouTube's, iTunes, whatever the podcast provider you're using, it helps tremendously. Thumbs upping helps other people find it. Share it with your favorite, um, I don't know, movie, TV individual that likes this type of content. We are just trying to kind of go back and do a quick retrospective of this finale, but maybe we'll have some interesting opinions come through the feedback we can discuss in season four review as well. So let's hop into season three, episode 10 of you again. I would have expected you to have seen all of season three of you. And of course, for uh, the spoiler sake, we will um, talk full spoilers for the season as well. I have not seen season four, so don't um, expect any of that discussion unless it's just speculation. 
All right, so let's hop into what the hell's going on. All right, here's the plot. Love admits to Joe that she that she attacked Theo and left him in the basement and suggests the two have another baby. That's yeah, that, instantly that's a bad idea in my opinion. After re, I went back and rewatched this, I was like, that's a bad idea. Joe discovers Theo is alive and takes him to the hospital. Going back and thinking about it, I thought Theo died. I kind of forgot most of this last um, finale episode when I was going back. I was like, did Theo die? Did did his wife um, and him move to uh, another country? What the hell happened? And when I was going back, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, you know, and then we have like, finding out that Theo's got bashed over the head, fell down the stairs, and then you're like, oh, is, is uh, Joe going to kill him? Is Joe going to fucking do this? Just end it right here? He ends up being somewhat of a decent guy right here, and he's like, okay, I won't kill him, but I'll drop him off at the hospital, but we'll have his crazy father end up uh, come through and find Joe like on the fucking floor. We'll, we'll, we'll go through all that. We end, ends up, Theo and his father end up having a okay ending, but we'll we'll discuss that in a second. Low find low low love finds uh Joe's discarded shirt stained with Ryan's blood and realizes Joe is obsessed with Marianne. And so through the season there has been a big divergence of like Joe really wanting to be in this relationship. It was almost at first he was like head over heels for love and then finding out slowly this is not really what he wants. This uh, this ain't the smoke you want, man. And so he's slowly trying to pull out of it a little bit, but then he becomes intertwined and obsessed with another individual, his boss, Marianne. And Marianne has this other individual who happens to be a newscaster guy who happens to be an abusive asshole. So Joe has to hit him with a and then, uh, you know, send them to a trip to Belize or whatever the, uh, I forgot what the uh, saying is, but, you know, give him a vacation he ain't going to come back from. And wink, wink for the audio listeners. Um, so, Joe takes care of Marianne's guy, kind of uh, beknownst to her. She confronts him at the diner. Sorry, at uh, Oh, Love. Love confronts him at dinner where Joe asks for a divorce. And, you know, at this point, we have seen Love just, you know, they're... Joe has already analyzed that something's wrong with love and something's at this point, he's going to have to go uh, take care of some bodies. And that's when he has to go take care of Theo. He ends up not killing Theo and giving Theo life to the, you know, taking him to the hospital from there. That's where he goes and, um, and goes and they're going to have dinner. She's like, shit's going down. You know, I know everything, you know, I've been a great wife. I'm great in bed. I'm sexy. I'm this and that. And Joe is just kind of like looking at her and you can hear his inner monologue. And he's like, Oh, fuck. She fucking knows. You know, like, um, it's like, there's like the three step reveal of what's going on. And then she's like, why don't you just sit fucking down? Like she's like kind of a little bit over passive aggressive and you're like, Oh, fuck, you know? And so, it all comes down to dinner and love. Uh, and so Joe, at, Joe asks for a divorce. She goes and takes care of the baby real quick. And, you know, they're starting to have this really big argument. And love ends, uh, Joe grabs this knife that is for the uh, 
the the chicken with they were going to cut the chicken with and he's like grabbing it for self-defense and when love comes back she's already thought about it and they're playing like a game of mental chess with each other over here for this entire episode of oh shit she's probably gonna do this so i gotta do this and he's probably gonna do this so i gotta do that so she poisons him but he like predicts it in some sort of fashion so in advance he has already taken some adrenaline i believe and so that comes into play in a minute love paralyzes but in the meantime love paralyzes joe with aconite which she confesses to have killed uh james with accidentally killed james with and calls marion to the house planning to kill her at this point love has completely gone off the rails it's like the, she's completely gone I forgot how toxic Joe is. Joe is gaslighting 101. She's she's ready to put out the put out the flames to everything, take out Marianne. She's ready to take everything out. Um, but with saying that, I do feel like they're just very toxic for each other. I, at one point, I think they said that, you know, she's like, we're, you know, before I forget it, she's like, we're bad for um, we're bad for Henry, which is their son but we are good for each other, perfect for each other, which I think is a pretty good line. I think that's possible. Maybe two toxic individuals are maybe good for each other, but in some sort of way, but not good for their kids or spouses or friends or family or something like that. Maybe that's accurate. Still very uh, toxic to watch. So love calls Mary into the house plan to kill her while love is a way to deliver an order uh for her friends matthew discovers the the theo's father matthew discovers a paralyzed joe he's like oh dude what the fuck's going on and he's like joe's like oh my god help you know he's like he's kind of like the thing over his gagged he's like paralyzed can't move ass up he's like in the worst position ever and joe's like sorry uh Matthew's, you know, he's going like feeling up all and he's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Where the hell is my son? Bam. And I think he slaps Joe while he's like uh, paralyzed. And I was like, damn. I was like, he's not playing. I was like, maybe he doesn't like this actor. And so I was, I was like, this is a lot more intense than I thought. But, you know, if someone did, if you thought someone was responsible for the death of your loved one family member it'd be hard and they were paralyzed on the floor and it was that fresh of a wound it's hard to tell what anybody would do in that situation you know you know the fact that he probably didn't rough him up more is probably a little bit more uh noteworthy there he's not completely a shitbag i guess not a great guy but not a shitbag and you know joe's thought you're thinking oh this guy is a tech guy look and he's like trying to get him to use his eyes like morse code he's like yeah 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 look look into the pocket yeah I, theo is okay look at the search thing there's a hospital that we just went to that's where theo is and so that's where that um entire plot line is is, is finished up and I was like this is I guess this is fine I was not crazy about the the whole three Theo love uh story although it does kind of give some meat on the bone for that side and you're just like oh fuck when Joe finds out that you know his wife is cheating what's gonna happen and then you know it ends up being Theo getting whacked by love at the end but and saved by Joe which is kind of interesting so 
So yeah, Matthew discovers a paralyzed Joe who realizes Theo's location to him. I'm oh, sorry, who uh, reveals Theo's location to him. Love returns and reveals to a horrified Marine, uh, Mar- sorry, Marine, Marianne, that Joe killed Ryan, and, but relents from killing her when Marianne's daughter interrupts. And they're like having some back-to-back, like, you you buck my husband, you doing this, and this is like, oh, oh my good. You know, Joe's like on the side, like, she, I, Marianne never sees Joe on the floor, and I thought that was kind of, I didn't think it was ridiculous, but I was like, love, you're seriously just going to leave Joe on the floor with the possibility of getting back up and ruining this entire, your entire plan. I mean, love's not thinking correctly at this point. She's like, oh my gosh, you, you know, she's kind of going love sick crazy or something like that. I'm not even sure what the uh, the right word would be right here. It's absolutely abusive to, an, to many levels, but she's, once she's has Marion cover, you know, cornered, I was like, this girl is dead. She's so dead. And then when the daughter walks in, Marion's daughter, like Marion does no idea how much uh, danger she is in, to be honest. She is just like, I guess it's fine. You know, nothing to see here. But then Marion's daughter comes in. And she, oh, can she use the restroom? Oh, yeah. Oh, loves. It. Oh, fine. Let me just put the steak knife back up my back behind me. It's all good. And, uh, you know, basically Marion and a daughter, you know, she's like, Marion, you need to leave. You and a daughter need to leave. Never come back. And we're like, OK. And love is just like Joe, you know, as once the, the two leave. And they're safe. She's like, Joe, I cannot believe I almost just killed those two individuals. I almost killed that lady's daughter. Or sorry, that lady's mother. And that would have been the worst thing ever. And then she goes into the kitchen and starts sharpening the knife. I was like, oh, fuck. And so, uh, yeah, continuing on. Marion leaves. Love prepares to kill Joe. And kind of goes around him starts like kind of wrangles his wrangles him from the back and she's like get over here and gets kind of like behind him and you can kind of hear his inner monologue and he's like three two one and like stabs her with this i guess it's not aconine but it's something else stabs her with um injects her with a lethal lethal dose of aconite okay so it is aconite having known about the poison and taken an antidote beforehand you see they're playing mental chess with each other the whole time he's like maybe she does this but maybe he does this but maybe she does this and she's like completely unaware about what that actually happening she just didn't even think about it and so Joe basically gets up and he starts to, you know, come back and he's just talking to her. He's saying like, you know, didn't this didn't happen, happen, happen this way, that type of thing. And um, Joe stages a murder suicide, writing a note framed, framing love for all the Madre Linda murders and setting the house on fire. On the B plot line. The Conrads. These guys, this couple was my favorite 
couple to follow, I think, throughout season three. I know there was some crazy, like, like kind of sex and and drug-induced uh, fun time with everybody. But with saying that, I thought that they are some of the most funny. Uh, Shalita Grant and Travis Van Winkle. I remember. I think Travis Van Winkle, I remember seeing him from uh, uh, Transformers is what I remember him in the most. Um, and Shalita Grant is uh, NCIS, uh, Search Party, Santa Clarita Diet. All They're both great uh, comedic actors, and they play a believable um, couple. I don't remember if they're husband. I guess they are husband and wife. But I, I thought that they are so funny and believable and somewhat relatable in so many ways. The, uh, one thing I just completely forgot about this show was how funny it was i think for how dark the show is and how dark the show can be it's got a pretty level sense of humor let's continue the conrads find love's spare key inside the cage and free themselves strengthening strengthening their marriage in the process and like the whole time they are arguing their asses off this is your fault this is your fault you know and then they come together they fall apart they're like oh but you know we got to make through this and then eventually they do they make it through the entire process and it's so funny to see them on the ted talk stage from their like uh, setting the cage free or something like that they're cage free and cage free living or something like that i don't remember what the fuck but i thought it was just like such a ironic and kind of ironically dumb but also cute at the same time and i was so happy that they actually lived i was kind of worried i I didn't remember if that actually happened but that, that all flooded back and i i did remember how this season ended so let's continue matthew and theo grow closer over their uh over the latter's recovery joe leaves henry in the care of dante uh, his co-worker at the library and he then adopts joe he then adopts a new identity and escapes to paris in search of marianne And that, my friends, is season three, episode 10 of You, Netflix. Didn't think we were going to be able to do it this quickly. Didn't think we were going to be able to do it this efficiently, but I think we did. A couple small nitpicks I want to talk about. I love the reveal of seeing that he, Joe, is in France. I think there's individuals talking in English when when he's there, but then uh, the bartender, barista, whatever, calls him niche or something like that and i think that they were saying nick and french or something like that and then you find out the slow reveal that he's still looking for and he's in barry so we might have a new setting he i wonder if he decides to stay there for season four curious how they keep this fresh i would say that it was smart to probably remove the character of love i'm not exactly sure if it's smart to for him to just continuously kill each of his girlfriends it's getting a little bit like uh, i don't know how many seasons that's sustainable so he's technically at two now 
maybe three girlfriends, give or take. I'm trying to remember his past. We'd have to go back and look at this this season. Check the tapes. Uh, but anyways, I would say I'm not sure how sustainable it is for him to keep killing his girlfriends and him keep getting away with it. What is the end game for Joe? I was going to say Joel for some reason. Joe. Is the end game for Joe, I think that's kind of the most interesting thing to talk about because I don't think this show is infinitely like we need 10 seasons of this show. I know Netflix wants 10 seasons of this show because I'm sure it's cheaper to make than the majority of their uh, sci-fi or genre bending type stuff. This has got to be much more, um, I don't know, cheaper, quicker to turn around and stuff like that, more affordable. So I would say my... I think the best thing for Joe, death kind of seems like an easy way out for this guy. I'm going to say the best thing for Joe is probably probably jail of some sort, but I haven't exactly decided what kind of jail. What would be his worst, worst the worst kind of jail for Joe? Because I feel like standard jail is not enough, and he's more of a grifter. He would get out of it pretty quickly. Something... We got to think of the end game for him. I'll, I'll be thinking about that for season four podcast. Like, what is the end game for Joe? I, I definitely think that, you know, he needs to either settle one. He basically just gave up his whole entire family life that I felt like the majority of season three was kind of focusing on and really leading into it. It's hard to guess. You know, everyone would compare this to like Dexter. And that kind of ran off the rails around season four, season five, season six. It got a little bit hairy there. And they even tried to bring it back. And people were like, no, 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 we don't need this anymore. You know, this. So I'm kind of at a loss for words about where they should probably go with it. Like, I'm thinking jail's probably the end game for, for this type of individual. But because death seems a little bit too easy. Like, he needs to. He needs to have to reckon with all these demons and all these individuals that he's buried. You know, he has a lot of bodies. And so it's, it's just, uh, what is the right thing? What what would be the right thing for an individual like Joe to get? What is the, the what would be justice? Another thing is this entire season was discussing kind of how Joe was, you know, on the search for his mother at a certain point and just being unwanted and how that is kind of reflecting into his daily life and in and, and his, you know, day to day. I'm I'm kind of good on the, the, the flashbacks at this point. I don't really need to see too much more of young Joe being abused. I'm not exactly sure if that's enlightening anything like i already kind of feel bad enough for this guy but he's also done enough despicable things that i'm like all right the roosters need to kind of come home to roost and maybe we need to get somebody you know what we, we need to get somebody to start getting joe tailed like he needs to have a formidable foe most of them have been his the, the individual he's into so that's the biggest thing is like he's in he's been like love was his biggest foe and I'm not sure if we're going to be able to have someone take him down in that same sort of manner unless she is in the force of, uh, of some way, you know, it'd be kind of interesting if he was dating a cop and he didn't know it. I'm not sure how that would be possible, but I wonder if that's where season four goes. I wonder 
if we stay in Paris or if, or if we come back to the States. Very curious about all this. Anyways, let me know what you think about uh, Season 3, Episode 10, and the entire Season 3 catalog, all of that good stuff. Let me know what you thought about the reviews. I know this was literally a year and like forever after it's come out, but better late than never, right? And then, of course, anyone that's watching Season 4 can come back and listen and watch uh, the review on Season 3, Episode 10 to kind of get a nice refresher and be like, oh, shit, that happened. Oh, shit, that happened. Oh, shit, the Conrad shot each other. Oh, shit, you know, just random stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening, watching Look It Up Podcast. Please rate five stars on iTunes like Dedra MC. Got to give her another shout out. She gave us a five-star review, says she listens to every cast. You already know, be like Dedra. Uh, let us know how we can improve. We got the SoundCloud. We got all the podcast providers uh, up and running. Look at our podcast.com. Of course, we have tons of reviews coming down the pipe, free reviews that are available on Patreon as well um, that are exclusives. And of course, you know what to do. Take it, take it, take it easy. Take it, take it, take it easy. Eight, eight, take it, take it easy. Hey, take it easy. And we'll be back for you, season four.